Welcome to Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha, a podcast shared by David Roylance. This podcast is dedicated to guiding you to completely eliminate the discontent mind and the suffering it causes by attaining enlightenment. Learn and practice the teachings of Gotama Buddha that will guide you to fully attain a peaceful, calm, serene, and content mind with joy. To support this podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash support Buddha or visit buddhadailywisdom.com where you will discover a full range of courses, retreats, and online learning resources to assist you on the path to enlightenment. Now, here's our teacher to share more. Chapter 6. The Middle Way. Walking the Middle Way. Throughout literature, Gautama Buddha teaches and encourages us to walk the middle way. But what does this mean and where do we find it? The Middle Way refers back to Gautama Buddha's first discourse on the Four Noble Truths. He tells us in his first teaching that we cause the mind to be discontent. Essentially, Discontentedness resides in the mind because of our craving, desire, attachments, or clinging to things that are impermanent while the mind expects them to be permanent. Gautama Buddha was said to have observed a sitar, which is a stringed instrument resembling a modern-day guitar. He observed that when the string was too tight that the sound of the instrument did not have a pleasing tone. Likewise, When the instrument's string was too loose, it also did not play well. But when the instrument was tuned perfectly in the middle, the instrument played well and sounded beautiful. In this way, he taught that the mind functions similarly. When the mind is perfectly tuned to the middle, it functions optimally. If the mind is not in the middle, life's activities and the way the mind functions will be more difficult and challenging. It is only when we walk the middle way that the mind will be in the middle, residing peacefully, calm, serene, and content with joy. We are expecting material possessions, relationships, jobs, income, emotions, everything in the mind to be permanent. It's ours, right? Nope, nothing is ours. We own nothing and nothing belongs to us. Everything will leave us someday. If you look at your life, you know this to be true. Nothing has stayed with you permanently your entire life. So to bring us out of discontentedness, we need to walk the middle way. This is mentioned a lot throughout writings and is talked about often in conversations about Gautama Buddha's teachings. Here's what it means. If we are sad and feeling down, we aren't walking the middle way. There is discontentedness of mind. But this is a temporary emotion, and we know it will not last forever, because Gautama Buddha teaches us that everything is impermanent except for Nibbana. Nothing lasts forever, and you can observe this as truth that nothing is indeed permanent. Your sadness will eventually dissipate, and you will slide into other emotions even if it takes hours, days, weeks, months, years, etc., But some of us dwell in the sadness, feeling so sad that we are going to be in this condition for so long. We keep repeating these sad thoughts in the mind over and over and over. So what we get is sadness because that's all we are thinking. 
One moment leads to the next, so we are filling up this moment with sadness, so we get sadness in the next moment. So what we experience is a feeling of never-ending sadness. We are highly discontent in this situation, and certainly not walking the middle way, because we are sad. Perhaps feeling sadness, we turn to happiness, thinking that that will save us. We turn to happy friends, happy occasions, happy situations, but somehow the mind keeps returning to the sadness, or perhaps it stays in the happiness, and we are just happy, happy, happy. So happy, we joke all the time, we make others laugh, we go out of our way to show happiness in all situations. We may be truly happy and gleeful, or we might be covering up the sadness, but this is a temporary emotion as well. Happiness will end someday, and thus, we cycle back and forth between happiness and sadness. We are gleeful, and then we are not, never finding that middle ground, so to speak, or contentedness. Oftentimes, we are encouraged by self-help books, life coaches, friends, family, and all kinds of input into our senses to be happy. Just be happy. I want to be happy. Why can't I just be happy? Well, the goal is not to be happy. The goal is to be peaceful, calm, serene, and content with joy, or to be satisfied with what is, satisfied the way things are. That is the true goal, and that is walking the middle way. We can't be happy, pleasant feelings, all the time because we know that it is a temporary emotion subject to impermanence, and we sure do not want to be sad, painful feelings, all the time. The third option would be boredom or loneliness, feelings that are neither painful nor pleasant, which is also impermanent. Therefore, the best option is to create a life where we walk the middle way. The mind can reside in the middle, peaceful, calm, serene, and content with joy. This is Nibbana. It is permanent because to attain Nibbana you need to obtain wisdom through these teachings which liberates the mind. Once you learn something, you do not unlearn it. Thus, Nibbana is a permanent state of mind. The mind can reside peaceful, calm, serene, and content with joy permanently, unaffected by the impermanent nature of all things. As we pursue Nibbana, that does not mean we can't laugh, we can't cry if we need to, we can still experience these other emotions on all sides of the spectrum. It simply means that when we feel those emotions, we need to recognize them as being impermanent and train the mind to come back to the middle where it can reside peaceful, calm, serene, and content with joy. Do not try to maintain these impermanent emotions of sadness, happiness, or loneliness, but rather bring the mind back to the middle with meditation, reading, activities that are grounding, outdoor activities, gardening, massage treatments, whatever we need to help bring the mind back to the middle in a wholesome state. Over time, you will be able to maintain the middle way through your life practice, which includes meditation. Often, the first thing that people tell you when you are sad is, snap out of it, go outside, do something. What they are really saying is change your state of mind. Put the mind in a different environment so that it can experience a new emotion and cultivate the healthy vibes of something else. By focusing on something that will bring the mind back to the middle, the mind will go there. Maybe not right away, 
But with training and experience, you will find this becomes easier and easier until eventually the mind will be peaceful, calm, serene, and content with joy 100% of the time with an unshakable inner peace. The same concept of the middle way can be applied not only to happiness and sadness, but also to money, ego, self-image, possessions, relationships, trust, love, compassion, excitement, etc. We must always walk the middle way, because if we have craving, desire, or attachments, we will cause discontentedness for the mind. Finding the middle way and staying there is a practice in your life practice. It is possible to love and have love for others without being attached or clinging to them. We must allow all beings to follow their path without being affected by our own attachments or aversions. If we try to block people from pursuing their goals, try to get them to stick close to us, or persuade them to follow what we want rather than what they need, then it is difficult for those close to us to find and follow their own path. Likewise, if we have aversion and keep ourselves or others away from certain aspects of our life, we potentially lose the opportunity to gain insight or wisdom from a given situation. One aspect of a meditation practice is to develop the ability to see the emotions, thoughts, and feelings that aren't in the middle. Then, you can use techniques to bring the mind back to the middle. Breathing mindfulness meditation in the positions of seated, lying, or standing, along with walking meditation, are perfect for finding the middle way and staying there while also training the mind not to cling or attach. You will need to study Gautama Buddha's teachings and practice them diligently before everything will click, and each day all the teachings and practices will lead you further on the path to seeking Nibbana. It is peaceful when you can experience life without discontentedness or even the slightest suffering of the mind. Why wait to the end of your life to know what will happen when you can experience Nibbana during this life and enjoy it for the rest of your life? You can study the practices shared with us by Gautama Buddha, practice those daily, and experience Nibbana. Getting to Nibbana is not meditating and hoping that you will get there one day. Breathing mindfulness meditation is a tool to train the mind to not cling or attach and bring it to the present moment, but takes practice. Breathing mindfulness meditation will help you train the mind to eliminate the mind's wanting, craving, and clinging so that you can eliminate the mind's tendency to form attachments, a mental longing for something with a strong eagerness. You have to pursue your own enlightenment through a daily practice of learning and implementing the teachings into your life. By doing this, you will start to see the results of the difficulties in your life slowly start to disappear. Life changes for you. You gain a higher level of consciousness that equips you with new tools to handle life and respond to the situations around you. As you seek Nibbana, life problems are not going to instantly vanish the way we usually picture heaven. Nope. You are still on earth in a world full of discontentedness and the suffering it causes. But when you have attained Nibbana, you have a new mind to deal with the impermanent nature of existence and you will not allow impermanence to affect the mind. You will no longer be affected by painful feelings, pleasant feelings, or feelings that are neither painful nor pleasant. Once you step forward into the light, there is no going back into the darkness. 
the mind will be liberated with the wisdom you acquire in your practice. Unfortunately, many of us are way too busy with regular life that we do not take the time to study the teachings and implement them into our practice or daily life. Those that do can tell you they are experiencing results. Anyone that has dedicated time to learn and implement Gautama Buddha's teachings will tell you, without a doubt, their life has improved greatly from the time prior to learning and implementing his teachings. So, the question becomes, are you ready to learn? It's not a religion, truly. The adjustments done to Gautama Buddha's teachings to make it a religion is not what Gautama Buddha intended. He intended to share a way of life that helps create results to produce a better mind and a better way of life. You can see this in the fact that his teachings are spread all throughout the world in many different forms, many of which do not use the word Buddhism at all. Theravada Buddhism is the source of Gautama Buddha's teachings which are alive in a handful of countries but spread around in pockets throughout the world. I highly suggest you find a place that teaches Gautama Buddha's teachings and encourage this community of people to teach and practice as close to Gautama Buddha's teachings as possible. I am working to bring as much content forward as possible, all at no cost. I have decided to dedicate my life towards learning and sharing as much of Gautama Buddha's teachings and practices as possible in the English language without religious rites and rituals while respecting the teachings for their cultural influences in various parts of the world. So what can I teach you? What do you need to learn? Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha, Facebook group was created and has been ignited with discussion and sharing. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash daily wisdom 999. You can also access learning resources at BuddhaDailyWisdom.com. There is access to books, videos, podcasts, online resources, in person classes, retreats, residential programs, and travel programs. You just need to decide to step forward and learn. Everything is there for you, and you can attain a more peaceful, calm, serene, and content mind with joy and peaceful life. But you will certainly have to do the work and seek guidance. Everyone will need teachers and guides along this path to attain Nibbana. In this practice, we understand that only praying to God to ask for things will not bring peace and a good life. All things are not due to God's creative actions. We must take responsibility for our own life and make wholesome decisions to attain a pure mind with pure intentions, speech, and actions. God will not do the work for you. Gautama Buddha never wanted anyone to make a statue of him, idolize him, or worship him in any way. We have to actually do the work to make our lives better through good, wholesome decisions based in the teachings and practices shared by Gautama Buddha. Ask yourself, are you ready for the best and most successful self-help practices that have been known to us for over 2,500 years? I can guarantee you that if you learn and practice, you will get results. Now, the ball is in your court. What are you going to do? I have seen people learn and get results from these teachings for many years. I am seeing many people who learned the teachings, practiced them, and have seen drastic improvements in their lives. This book contains the teachings you need and there is guidance available for you. 
You will need dedication and commitment to learn and practice the teachings. You have no barriers other than yourself. Be sure to reach out for guidance on this path through accessing the Facebook group previously shared in the website which has many resources to help you along this path. I am dedicated to helping you, and if you step forward to learn and practice these teachings, I will help you. I have no expectations of you and ask nothing from you. I will help you learn and practice these teachings so that you can walk the middle way to a mind and a life of peacefulness, calmness, serenity, and contentedness with joy that is permanent. The end of each chapter will have learning resources for further exploration. You will be able to explore videos, podcasts, quizzes, etc. to deepen your learning of the content you read in each chapter. Please see the ebook for more details on these resources. As you have questions or need clarification on these teachings, you are welcome to post those into the Facebook group Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha, or contact the author privately for in-depth learning. Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Daily Wisdom 999. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To provide support for this podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash support Buddha. To access more teachings, visit buddhadailywisdom.com. There, you will discover a full range of courses, retreats, and online resources to assist you on the path to enlightenment. Remember to establish a daily, consistent meditation practice, along with learning and practicing these teachings. A well-developed meditation practice is the foundation in which to train the mind to attain enlightenment.